Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 52. This episode is brought to you by my workshop entitled Decluttering Made Simple, because in this episode, we're going to talk about homeschool rooms and actually how that you can homeschool without a dedicated homeschool room. But I know part of this is going to depend on if your house is decluttered enough to be able to make it work, because if you're living with mounds of clutter and you don't have systems in place, homeschooling is just going to add its own set of clutter on top of what you already have. So For less than a cup of coffee with a friend, you can take this online workshop and you can get a link to it at 41more.com forward slash 52. But I love quick wins. So in this decluttering workshop, which is less than 30 minutes, by the way, because I know you don't have a lot of time to invest in these things, I'm going to help you work through a few hot spots in your house. And once you see the progress, I think it's going to be a snowball effect and you're going to want to keep going. You're going to be able to get your house ready for home schooling. So check out the Decluttering Made Simple workshop and you can get the link at 41more.com forward slash 52. Welcome to episode 52, which is how to homeschool without a schoolroom. I know if you're around Pinterest at all, or you talk to other homeschool families, you may kind of feel like you're missing out if you don't have a big, beautiful room that you can dedicate to homeschooling. You know, those rooms you see on Pinterest or on blogs where it's just like an amazing room, probably has all the Ikea furniture, maps on the walls, uh, nature study corner, you know, bookshelves, beanbag chairs, whatever. It just looks amazing. And you might feel like, oh my goodness, my kids homeschool at the dining room table. Like they're having a lousy experience. Well, I'm here to encourage you that you can do a great job homeschooling, even if you don't have the space to dedicate to a whole homeschool room. We've done it all. We have used a bedroom in one house as a homeschool room. We've used a basement room before. And honestly, where we ended up for the most part, is the kitchen table. And I'm going to tell you that it's a great way to homeschool. Number one, if you have a small house where you don't have an extra room to dedicate to it, or number two, you don't want to give up the space. Maybe you don't want to give up a bedroom or a big extra room for homeschooling, or maybe you school on the road and so you're not actually home much. Maybe you're out of the house a lot, or maybe you live in an RV in homeschool. I know there's a lot of people that do that as well. And so you might not have a homeschool room. Your whole house might be the homeschool room. And so this episode is going to be talking you through what you need to consider as you're thinking about homeschooling without a dedicated room and a bit of encouragement 
that you really can do a good job. Don't get into the FOMO mindset trap, which is fear of missing out, where you think, oh, we don't have a dedicated homeschool room, so we're not doing a good job. Because I can guarantee you that a homeschool room is not going to educate your kids. It might be nice to be able to have all your stuff in one room and be able to shut the door when you're not using it, but I'm here to tell you, you can do a great job without a homeschool room as well. So let's jump right in. So first, let's talk about setup. I think when you're considering homeschooling without a dedicated room, you need two types of space. One is space for working, and the second is space for stuff. So let's talk about these two things. Number one, space for working. Even if you don't have a dedicated room, you obviously still need tables, desks, um, you know, that type of thing. Where are your kids going to do their work? I mean, I love working at the kitchen table with most of my kids, especially in the elementary years. That worked really well for us because we were all in a central location. You might consider that. Um, Some of your kids might love having a desk in their room. And I know that now that my kids, a lot of them are teenagers, they do like to work in their own desks. Um, A lot of them are typing their, their work. So they have their computers and they're at a desk and they're doing work that way. Some of my kids have a lap desk where they like to sit on their bed and work on the lap desk or sit on the couch and work that way. Um, And of course, some things do, you know, some things do make themselves usable for sitting on the couch together and working that way, right? When your kids are in elementary school, you can do history together on the couch. You can do art, you can do Bible reading, audio books, whatever. You don't always need a table, but you do need a dedicated space for working. What does that look like in your house? It's not going to look the same as my house, but consider where your kids could do their work. That's the first thing, space for working. The second thing that you're going to need is space for stuff. And maybe this is the harder thing to get in ahead of because a lot of times our stuff, you know, just like normal life, our stuff can get out of control, right? We have too much Tupperware in the drawer and not enough lids. It can go kind of crazy. But if you're on top of things with homeschooling, you can clearly organize your homeschool stuff even if you don't have a dedicated homeschool room. And what I like to think of a lot is hidden storage. Now, we don't have all of our homeschool stuff in one room. We have it spread throughout the house, but we generally like to keep it where it will be worked on. So near our kitchen table in the room right next door, I have a bookshelf with closed cabinets on the bottom. And that's where I put a lot of teacher books. So if they're working at the kitchen table, they need my help. I grab the teacher book from there. Um, the kids have their music books and for their instrument practice in there because it's right near where they practice, that type of thing. Consider hidden storage. I have a drawer right by the kitchen with all of our extra pencils and rulers and where's the protractor and all those little pieces of clutter that could normally be just, you know, um, finding their way around the house. We like to have a central location. So if someone doesn't have a pencil, they know where the pencils go. And I can clearly open that drawer and see, hey, I need to buy some more supplies with, you know, here and there. Um, In another room, we have hidden storage in cabinets where the kids keep their books. They're kind of like our school lockers. And it's just in a central location where they can find it. Now, one of my sons recently decided to Instead of using this central location to put all his stuff, he was continually having to walk from the upstairs down to his kind of school locker. And he, we decided, hey, why don't we move all your books up? You have a shelf right next to your computer. Why don't you just keep all your books there? And that's what he's been doing. So just make it work for you. But I love hidden storage because 
you know, I, I didn't mind too much when the kids were little to have like maps on the walls and stuff. But at the same time, I don't like my house to look like a school and to have tons of educational posters and stuff around. Now, if that's what you do and it works for you, I'm not saying get rid of it, do what works for you. But if you'd kind of like to have your school stuff put away so you're not always looking at it, then see what hidden storage you could use. Thrift stores and yard sales are a great place to get like big, wooden, heavy duty, you know, great pieces of furniture. You can paint them. You can leave them as is. Look for stuff with lots of drawers, lots of hidden cupboards so that you don't have to see the continual clutter, the papers and the books. And that's what I prefer. So if that works for you, I would say look at a thrift store or a yard sale for a great piece is a furniture that you can repurpose into space for your homeschool stuff. Another aspect, remember, is to declutter. I used to hoard curriculum when my kids were growing up because someone would give me a whole bunch of curriculum for free and I'd think, well, I better keep it because I might use it. Well, it turns out I already kind of know what I like and I'm not going to use something just because someone gave it to me and just because it was free. And so it's been really freeing to be able to sell off a whole bunch of old curriculum on eBay, make a little extra money to buy what we really want. And it's also helped my bookshelves become much more decluttered. So I hope you'll take advantage of that workshop I mentioned at the beginning, the Decluttering Made Simple. It's kind of made for just any mom in a house. It's not really homeschool related, but you could use the tactics presented there and get some quick wins even this week on your homeschool space. So don't forget that as you homeschool, you need to continually declutter, especially if you don't have a whole homeschool room that can be dedicated to storing your stuff. This goes for books as well. And I know books are kind of a a sensitive subject for homeschool families. A lot of times we have many more books than the average uh, family might have. And I know our family is no different, but I still do like to declutter, decide, hey, are we going to read this again? You know, can I get it at the library if we need to? Oh, let's only keep our favorites. And we've done this quite a bit and purged a lot of books. So if you don't have a dedicated homeschool room, consider that you might not be able to keep as many books as everyone else does. Unless, of course, you want to give up you know, the space, maybe you have enough bookshelf space, then go for it. One other um, idea here for space for stuff is to consider work boxes for your youngest kids. If you don't have a dedicated homeschool room, you can get work boxes that come in on wheels. And I'll link to some of these products that you can easily get at Amazon or Walmart. And these are a great um, way to be able to homeschool anywhere in your house. You can you know, move the work boxes because they're on wheels. You can move them wherever you need them. And then they can be put away in a closet or in a you know more hidden location when you're not doing school. And this is an aspect I love to be able to not see all the homeschool clutter all the time. Um, my first grader uses work boxes. They're not on wheels because I actually have a cabinet where I hide her work boxes. And so that works really well for us. I think I have a video of her work boxes, which I'll also st- stick in the show notes at foreonemore.com forward slash 52. So we just chatted about the setup. Make sure you have a space for working and a space for stuff. And once you've considered that, the key to be able to homeschool well without a homeschool room is to have daily flows, like daily... Uh, routines in place that your kids understand and that you understand. Make sure once you set up systems that you let your kids in on the system. Explain, you know, where, how do they get their workout? Where do they put it when they're done with it? Um, 
teach them to be able to put their school away when they're done with a certain subject. And this is where workboxes do work really well because things are logical, they're contained, they're in drawers, and your kids know to put everything back in there when they're done. I have a central spot where my first grader turns in her completed work. And this is like our portfolio pile of completed work for the year. I don't have to find papers throughout the house. We have a spot where it's kept. My high schoolers have three ring binders and they keep all their written work, their tests. They keep that all um, divided by subject and they are responsible for their paperwork all year until I need to add it to their transcript at the end of the year. So part of doing well without a homeschool room is having systems in place to curb the clutter. And remember, don't feel like you have to do school at home. Things don't have to look the way they look in public schools. You don't have to have the desks. You don't have to have the alphabet chart on the wall. You don't have to have these things unless you want to, but you can make homeschool fit your lifestyle. If you'd rather put it away and forget it when you're done, then you can totally do that. You don't need to carve out space in your home for a homeschool room in order to homeschool well. And so I just want to encourage those of you with small spaces or those of you who don't want to give up a bedroom or a room in order to make it into a homeschool room. We've been homeschooling at the kitchen table for well over a decade and it's worked super well for us. So I want you to realize that you can do it too. And I hope this has been encouraging. Check out all the links and resources at 41more.com forward slash 52. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling. Thanks.